Welcome to Position to Win with Dr. Philip G. Godot of Calvary Christian Center in Sacramento, California. We're excited that you've joined in for today's well, episode. To now sit back, Bible relax, and get ready to win. sharing this word with you. I truly believe it's going to make a difference in your life in a big way. So try to get rid of all the distractions right now. And let's just take these next uh, minutes and get into the word. And I believe it's something you're going to be able to share and help other people. Amen, amen. Even if you can do it right now, you know, just uh, share this with somebody else. Let them know we're on right now for our evening Bible study. We're going to take this time and go into something. I'm going to teach on this for a little bit because I need to really get this out to you. So I want to teach on, if you want to write it down, got your notes, living the overcomer's life. Living the overcomer's life. Because God calls us overcomers. And you need to call yourself an overcomer. No matter, even if you are dealing with any kind of trouble right now, situations that's going on in your life, it doesn't matter. You are an overcomer. Even if you are falling back, listen to me, in this, the Bible says the righteous man falls seven times, but he gets back up. Get back up, overcomer. I said, get back up, overcomer. Get up and do get back into the race. One time I was watching the Olympic Olympics, and you you probably seen it. They didn't show it a quadrillion times where the person had failed and uh, just came through total exhaustion. But instead of them just laying there, they started crawling in, and they crawled all the way to the finish line. The whole stadium was there cheering them on because they were they were all overcome. They might not have finished the way that they wanted to by running in or placing. But they finished. They made it in. One thing we don't do is give up. Come on, overcomers. We don't give up. So I put down, if you turn with me in your Bible to 1 John, the fifth chapter, I want to read this scripture to you, 1 John 5. And this is going to be our foundational scripture as we go through this in our midweek uh, Bible study. We're going to go through this here. Look what it says in 1 John 5 and verse 4. And, um, uh, 5 and verse 4 and it says and whatsoever is born of God whatsoever is what? born of God overcoming the world bang whatsoever is born of God overcoming the world he's talking about you you're born again you're a child of God listen to me I don't care what setbacks you've had what difficulties you've had you or an overcomer. And whatever it is, God is going to bring you up out of that victorious. And you're going to raise your hands in victory because God's going to give it to you. Don't get disappointed because it hasn't happened so fast. God is working out something right now that's going to be bigger than you could ever think or imagine. Now, when a whole, I've worked all my life, all my life, I've been, all I can never remember not working even from a child at Hikes Food Market in Del Paso Hikes, doing yard work for people in the community, you know, doing different uh, jobs, janitor. I, could, I got so much of a resume of all the things I've worked on. But I remember when I got married, I got I worked on a job, a uh, construction job. They said they needed a gorilla. I volunteered because it was paying at that time like $17 an hour. It was more money than I ever thought I would make at the time. 
and they said they needed a gorilla. And I, because I was so convincing, uh, they hired me, uh, but they really did need a gorilla. <laughs> <laughs> they really needed a gorilla and I, I tried but the work was so hard and lifting these big old heavy pipes and holding them up while they strap them and doing all that stuff it was just big cast iron pipe my arms just be shaking my veins just busted out I just got married I just got married and I had to be at the job site out of the, out of the uh, city and, and and I had to leave the house at 2.30 in the morning to be there on time. And uh, the job was just too much for me. They gave me some breaks, but they had to let me go. And it was that when I started plummeting into depression, because I now married, don't have a job, and uh, I could just hear people talking about me getting married, and now I look like I'm laying up on my wife. And I went out with hunting every day for a job. I was out beating the boosters. I had a, what I call a real close friend of mine who had hiring to hire people, had a big position. I went to him, did everything except begging. And uh, just knew he was gonna get me a job and he didn't. I don't even know if he considered it. So I, I struggled. About a, a year after, a year or so, I went without a job, newly married. And, uh, Ended up going, I was going to school. Thank God I was going to school. And then finally my brother-in-law told me about a job opening at the railroad for Carmen, for Carmen. It was a hard job, it was dirty, it was outside, but I was gonna take it and pan really good because I can turn. I went in and get that job. And the guy looked at me and said, what do you do? What's your education? Ask me questions. He said, listen to me, don't, you don't want this job. I'm gonna give you a job of your dreams. But if you finish your school, I only had a few months ago to get to get, uh, finish college out of Sac State. I did. And guess what happened? I got the job of my dream. I was the first black engineer for Southern Pacific Railroad. And it was bad as they treated me because they didn't want me there because I was black. But I, I, I made one mistake. All the, all the name calling, the mistreatment they did, they made one big mistake. They let me see my paycheck first. And once I saw my paycheck, where nobody gonna run me on that job <laughs> in Jesus' name, and uh, that's when my life to start turning. It was. It took some time, but I had to keep reminding myself of the scripture. I have this scripture here, and I confess in the scripture that I'm a, a world overcomer. God, greater is He that's in me. God's on my side. I cannot be defeated, even though it looked like it. God gave me the job of a dream, and uh, it was just wow, 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 how God blessed me. I'm believing for you, no matter what difficulties you're dealing with, what challenges are going on in your life, you're going to overcome it. Come on, agree with me. You're going to overcome it, and you're going to do it in a grand fashion that everybody's going to know. It says here in verse 4, one more time, for whosoever is born of God, overcometh the world the world or the systems and all the things that are fighting against you and it says and this is the victory that overcometh here it is again that overcometh uh, the world is even our faith 
One of the things that the enemy doesn't want you to do is to be a man or woman of faith that operates according to the Word of God because he knows that when you get that Word, that Word is going to transform your life in a huge and big and powerful way. Amen. So, I put down some points here. Overcomer's life is, number one, a disciplined life that makes quality choices. Overcomer's life is one that is a disciplined life and that you make quality choices. You don't just make off-the-hoof choices. You make good choices. And then God manifests himself in a big way. And then number two, under Overcomer's Life, uh, is also one that requires a persistent attitude. A persistent attitude. An attitude that I am an overcomer. I am victorious. I can do this. An attitude of not giving up. An attitude that I will not quit. This is why you need an overcomer living an overcomer's life is being disciplined, making quality decisions and choices and requires a persistent attitude. Do you have that persistent attitude? I can do it. I tell people all the time, don't say defeating words around me, self-destroying words. Speak life over yourself. The Bible says here that whoever is born of God overcomes how do we do it? By our faith. Okay. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So make up your mind that you're going to be an overcomer. You're going to live this overcoming life and allow God to show himself strong on your behalf. Another point that I have here that are overcomers or individuals who, who understand that they no matter what their trouble they're in, no matter what situation you're in, God will never leave you nor forsake you and that he's going to deliver you. So look with me in your Bible to Psalms 34. Psalms 34. Psalms 34. And I'm going to read two verses out of here. Verse 17, and then I want to read verse 19 out of Psalms 34. And I got a few scriptures I want to just throw at you real quickly. An overcomer is comers or individuals who recognize, possess the strength, character that enable them to keep believing and keep standing, no matter what goes on. I'm gonna say it again. They possess the strength and the character uh, that enable them to keep believing and keep standing, and no matter what it is. Somebody said, well, well, you look like you're going down. I'm still believing. Well, it don't look like nothing happened for you. I'm still standing. When you've done all you know what to do, do what? Stand. 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 Keep standing. Keep fighting. All right, let me stop. <laughs> look what it says in Psalms 34. In verse 17, it says, The cry, it says, The righteous cry, and the Lord heareth, and deliver them out of all their trouble. Wow. Listen to me. God's going to deliver you. 
I just wish it was just like overtime as quick as I wanted to because I didn't have some serious situation that I needed some deliverance right now. And it didn't happen as quick as I wanted to, but I've been delivered. God's blessed me. I got evidence. And you're going to have the same thing. Say amen. Say it again. Amen. And look with me also in verse 19, uh, Psalms 34 and 19. Many are the afflictions of the righteous. But it says, but the Lord delivered him out of them all. Don't you circle the word all, underline deliver them out of them all. God is a deliverer God. No matter what trouble you're in right now, no matter what situation you're dealing with, God's working on your behalf. If you see it or not, angels are working on your behalf. And I declare that you are an overcomer. Say, I am an overcomer. Say it again. I am an overcomer. So look with me also, real quickly, trying to go fast. Uh, look with me in the 50th chapter, Psalms 50 and verse 14. Psalm 50 and verse 14. Offer unto the Lord, offer unto God, thanksgiving. It says, pay thy vow uh, unto the Most High. Call upon me in the day <coughs> excuse me, of trouble. And it says, call upon me on the day of trouble. And I will deliver thee, and thou shalt glorify me. So, I'm come to stand in agreement with you for your financial deliverance, for your marriage deliverance. I'm standing in agreement for you for your physical deliverance. Oh, hey, I'm standing with you in agreement for your children's deliverance. Come on, I'm standing in agreement with you that God is hearing you in the midst of your trouble and delivering you. You've got to believe that. Don't allow the pandemic, don't allow all the things that are going on around you to dictate to you, let the word of God. How do we overcome him? By our faith. Our faith in him. His name is our Jehovah, Jehovah Nisai. His banner over us is love, victory and triumph. His name is Jehovah Shammah. I never leave you. Glory to God, nor would I ever forsake you. He's an ever-present God. So he says here, look with me, also in Psalms 107. Psalms 107. This is, remember, this is our midweek uh, service, so I'm, I just want to give you some stuff to fight with. He's swinging the bat. The game is going on now, and the game ain't over with until we say it's over with. Keep the lights on. <laughs> keep the lights on. We're going to keep swinging this bat until we win the game. We're going to keep standing. We're going to keep having that persistent attitude. Come on. And we're going to keep We're going to keep believing. We're going to keep standing, believing. Having that persistent attitude in Jesus' name. Making good choices. Verse, look with me in verse 19. Psalms 107, verse 19. Then they cried unto the Lord in their trouble. <coughs> and it says, and he saved them out of their distress. You can just write your name in there. He's going to save you out of your distress. He's going to turn that thing around for you. And then verse 20 says, and he sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. 
Thank you, Father, for sending your word and healing them and delivering them from their destruction right now. In Jesus' name, thank you for it now. Thank you for it now. In Jesus' name. And then look with me also in 3 John, 3 John and 2, 3 John and 2, and you know this scripture, it says, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou would prosper, be in health, even as thy soul prosper. God wants you to prosper. He wants you to be healed. He wants you to have a, a blessed life. I'm calling you into the blessed life. I'm calling you. Don't look like it right now. But don't forget that you are an overcomer. And the greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. So maximizing the life to be an overcomer, blessings means that you've got to, again, keep believing, have that persistent attitude, and keep standing. Uh, and book of Ephesians says uh, here in Ephesians 6. Look at me in Ephesians 6. Ephesians 6. And it says in Ephesians 6, Finally, my brethren, be strong. Finally, my sister, be strong in the Lord. And it says in the Lord and in the power of his might. Come on, overcomer. It ain't you not going to be able to do it in your own ability. It's going to be through the power of his might. It says, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to, able to stand against the wiles of the devil. That you can be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. And then it says here, uh, um, that you can stand against the wiles of the devil. Uh, and then he talked about, for we, we don't fight against all these other, fight against all these things. But then verse 4, 13 says, Wherefore take unto you the whole armor of God, that you may be able to stand in the evil days, which is right now, I'm telling you, in the evil days, and having done all, stand. So the overcomer's life, quality about them is they keep standing, we keep believing, and we have a persistent attitude. I can do this. What is that little thing uh, about the train? The little uh, story about the train uh, chug along. What? How's it go? Uh, I can do this. I can. I can do it. I can. I, I, I got it. Whatever. You know that little yeah, we got used to do when when you're in elementary school, but he kept pushing. I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. I can have whatever. So, anyway, I don't remember it right now, but you do. So, get it. Okay. So, overcomers, write this down. Uh, blessings from the overcomers. Overcomers are those who possess, again, I want to emphasize this word, character. So, look with me uh, in uh, Psalms 25. Psalms 25. In Psalm 25. Because what you don't want to do is compromise your character uh, because you are lose your possession and the blessings of God and God's not going to bless you uh, if you don't uh, maintain and I always tell my kids all the time uh, gifts and talents can get you to the top and it's character that's going to keep you there. I like what David uh, David had to say uh, here about uh, in dealing with character and he said here uh, in verse 20 uh, Psalms 25 and 20 to keep my soul and deliver me, and let not me be ashamed when I put my trust in you. He says, 
and let integrity or character, he says, and uprightness preserve me for I wait on you. He was going through it, but he says, I want to maintain the spirit of character in the midst of my troubled time without compromising and giving place to the enemy. Let integrity, look what he said, and uprightness preserve me for I wait on thee. I wait on thee. Then uh, he jumps down, look in chapter 26. Remember, this is an evening Bible study. Look in chapter 26. He says, David says something here that just blew me away. He says, and judge me, talking, oh Lord, judge me, for I have walked in my, what, integrity or in character. He says, I have trusted also in the Lord, therefore I shall not slide. I'm not going to go backwards. I'm not going to let this circumstance, this situation hold me back from being the man that God has called me to be. I know I'm in a tough situation, but I know I'm coming out of it. And so are you. I said, so are you. So what he says here, then David says, examine me. Wow. Examine me, O Lord, and prove me. <coughs> and prove me or test me. Wow, David ain't no joke. He ain't no joke. He says, prove me, examine me, test me. Try the reins of my heart. Wow. A lot of people can't say that. But David said, I want you to know that I'm a man of character and I'm an overcomer and I want, I'm expecting my breakthrough. I'm expecting my miracle. I'm expecting the supernatural intervention of Almighty God on my behalf. I'm, you are my Jehovah Jireh. You are my El Shaddai. You're my Jehovah Belperazim. You're the God of the breaking through, Jehovah Belperazim. Thank you for breakthrough. See, you got to speak that word and say it. Look what it says. He says, examine me, O Lord, and prove me, test me, try the reins of my heart, for thy loving kindness is before my eyes, and I have walked in my and thy truth. David says, I've walked in your truth. Now, I might have been a cut up before. I might have made some wrong choices before, but God, I got back on track, and you can check it out, and you can see. And I think we all have come short in some areas, but the problem with David was not the problem. The blessing of David was that David got back on track with God. Come on. Don't let this job loss, don't let this diagnosis that the doctor gave you, don't allow this family issue or whatever to get you down. You are an overcomer. And God is going to give you a strategy, going to give you a word, give you some favor. He's going to do something to help you to deal with all those things and come out on top. Amen. Look what it says here. David says, verse 4, For I have not set in the vain, with vain persons, neither will I go in with dissimilars. David says, I'm, not, I'm very careful that I'm not going to be around, and you better be careful too. 
of being an overcomer. You can't be around people who talk doubt and unbelief, who always want to challenge your faith and put you down for believing. Listen to me. How do we overcome the world? Even by our faith. So the devil is going to fight your faith. He's going to try to do something. So be careful. You might be some people you are around right now that you need to separate yourself from them. You need to give them a break. And more so, give you a break so you can keep your faith intact. Because I've showed you plenty of words. But I've got many more to give you to help you to win in this life and to overcome in this life and not live a defeated life. Just because you got a setback, <clears throat> just because you got some trouble, does not mean you have lost or that you are defeated. It just means that you're going through something and, and but you're going to come victorious. And I just find out the greater the battle, the greater the victories. Amen. The greater the blessings that are going to be on your behalf. Let me stop. Look what it says here in verse, verse 4. Uh, and it says, For I have said, not with those vain people, those uh, people that are given unbelief and degrading your name. He says, For I have hate, uh, hated the congregation of evildoers, and I will not sit with the wicked. Look at David talking smack. I ain't going to sit around. You know what I wish when I was coming up as a younger Christian? I wish that I would have understood that myself. You know, I wanted to be liked by everybody. I wanted everybody to accept me, but I had no idea that when I became a Christian, everybody was not going to like me. Everybody was not going to accept my faith. And so, but I was still trying to get them to accept me. And I just, I had to come to a place of pain and hurt that they were not going to accept me. So I just move. I never stopped. I never hate them. I just had to grow up and move on with my life so God can do move on with my life and he could do what he wanted to do in my life. I'm going to jump down to verse 11 in the 26th chapter, verse 11. And he says, but as for me, David's still speaking. There's so much I, I can't get it all in. But he says, but as for me, I will walk in my integrity. And he says, redeem me. I'm going to walk in my integrity. So my point here is that um, the, being walking in the blessings of an overcomer's life, being overcoming is character. And that's character to endure, to keep working through whatever experiences to reach your full potential. See, God's got some greater steps, levels he's going to take you to and move you up forward. So he says, but as for me, I have walked in my integrity, redeem me, and be merciful. He says, my foot standeth in a even place. The way I even place is the word of God. In the congregation, I will bless the Lord. So we love you, man. I tell you, this is so much. I got so much to give you. And this teaching is going to be so rich. You need to encourage everybody you can to listen to what you just heard. Share this. Um, get it out there, text it, whatever you got to do, call them. Live in the overcomer's life is going to be our teaching for the next few weeks and dealing with this area and helping you to get back on track, move your life forward. Uh, if you have not accepted Christ in your life, do that now. Open the door to your heart. Say this with me right now. Say, Lord Jesus, 
I open a door to my heart and I invite you into my life to be my Lord and my Savior. Take the throne of my life and thank you for forgiving me for all my wrongdoing in Jesus' name. If you did that, Christ is in your life. And I'm telling you, heaven is rejoicing over you. I'm rejoicing. Would you do me a favor and, and let me know that you have? I want to be praying for you. I have a couple free books. You can get a paperback and an e-book if you either one or both of them. And all you got to do is uh, text me as that uh, new life, new life at 55444. Text new life 5544. If you'd like to join the ministry, be a part of us, either on our online family or like to make Calvary Christian here in the Sacramento, Greater Sacramento Area Church, then would you text join CCC at 55444. Or if you'd like to be a prayer partner with us, then pray, say, put on it. We got something we can pray with you about, then text us. Pray for me at 55444. Love for you to be a partner with us. Love for you to give. You know, there is an exchange. And giving is a part of the Christian walk because God so loved that he gave. Don't, don't allow this opportunity to pass you up and not to sow into the ministry. You know, God said, if you take giving to his house, if you'll be meeting his house, he'll take care of your house. I'm believing for God's supernatural miracle working power in your finances, in your house, as you take care of this house here. You know, we got a lot of projects we're doing. We had a big feeding thing to, to the city today. And feeding, giving them, we gave away a ton of food today. We have an overcomers program helping both men and women to get off of drugs. And also we have our... Uh, uh, homeless church that we are doing. We got a lot of projects. Your giving helps us to take care of so many things. This is good ground here. So please, so generously. And now y'all, I can do it through text to give 916-970-7900-916-970-7900 or you can call our office at 916 916- 929-5725, extension 112. Or you can uh, mail it in at our post office box, calvarychristian.com, uh, post office box 15010, uh, uh, Sacramento, California, 95851. Uh, uh, thank you for, uh, for your generous giving your prayers uh, for all that you're doing to help us to do more for the kingdom. We love you. You're an overcomer. I declare it. In Jesus' name, I speak this. Say this with me out loud. Say, I am an overcomer. And greater is he that is in me than he that's in the world. I live a victorious life all the days of my life. In Jesus' name. Amen. Remember this. The word works. When you work the word. See you next time. Share this. Get it out there. Be a partner with it. Thank you for joining us today. Be sure to share this podcast with a friend. And if you're in the Sacramento area, we invite you to join us for service on Sundays 
at 7.30 a.m., 11.30 a.m., and 6 p.m., or on Wednesdays at 6.30 p.m. Until next time, stay positioned to win.